listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's say hello to our good friend Skylar Dixon, who covers the Cowboys for the Associated Press. Skylar, thanks for taking the time. Before we talk dollars and cents, how would you sum up where Des Bryant is at this stage of his career? Do you think he's still a premier receiver? Uh, I think right now, no. I mean, I think the last three years uh, are the short answer to that. Obviously, if you go back to 2014, uh, he was among the probably three or four best in the league, and he got paid that way uh, going into 2015. Quarterback change and all kinds of different things have gone on in the last three years. But the bottom line is, you know, his numbers just don't match up to – where they should be for an elite receiver. Let's go from number of catches to number of dollars. We're not accountants, but in general terms, how big of a pay cut do you think Dez is going to have to take to stay with the Cowboys? Uh, I don't know if there'll be one at all. I I, I think that there's a, uh, you know, uh, there have been times through the years that Jerry and his son Stephen have uh, disagreed on things, if you will, and, you know, Steven has been pretty outspoken. Just some of the things he said, I haven't been around him, but I've been following it from the combine and stuff. And a little surprised by some of the things he said. Um, and Jerry, you know, he, he's not going to go there on those things. Um, and so obviously Jerry said at the combine that, you know, he wants to sit down with Des and have the conversation, but he also said that he wants Des back. So I just don't know that it's a, a slam dunk uh, that there's going to be a pay cut involved. It, it Obviously, it could happen, but they've kind of been down this road before. They went down it with Brandon Carr uh, trying to get him to take a pay cut basically a year before it made sense from a contract standpoint to cut ties with the player. Um, and, and that feels like the same kind of thing here where it's going to be a little trickier to get the pay cut versus just going ahead and going one more year on the deal as is and then going from there. And then they ultimately moved on from Brandon Carr talking Cowboy football with Skylar Dixon from the Associated Press. Skylar, you've been around this team for many years. You know the culture. Now that Jerry Jones has reimbursed the league $2 million in legal fees after that kerfuffle last year, is that the end of the story? Uh, I would say yes, but every time I say yes to something like that, it's not the end of the story. How about if I hope it's the end of the story? I think that Jerry, and again, I haven't been around Jerry in a little while, so it's a little a little bit more difficult. I like to kind of be around him before I, I say this sort of stuff, but I, I think he feels like he got his point across, he got his message across, and that he accomplished what he wanted to accomplish out of all of that, and $2 million isn't that big of a deal to Jerry Jones, so why not just go ahead and pay it and, and have it be done with? Understandably, we've been talking a lot of Seattle football on the show today. We all saw the video last season of Earl Thomas telling Jason Garrett to come get me after Seattle played Dallas. Now that Seattle is shopping, Thomas, do you think the Cowboys have interest? I believe that they there will be some interest from the Cowboys for veteran help in the secondary. It's a little tricky because you know they they have invested in young guys in a significant way back there. Uh, and I think they feel like several of those young guys can play. Um, now, I, I would say there's a little bit more of an opening at safety than there is at corner in terms of what the Cowboys want to try to do with those young guys. Um, so I would, I would think that somebody like an Earl Thomas uh, would be a possibility. The flip side of that is that the Cowboys have not spent a lot of money on people in recent years. 
Uh, that's one area where I do think Stephen Jones is having a significant influence because I don't think he likes uh, to pay that kind of money. The last time they did it uh, essentially was Brandon Carr, uh, which is now, I guess, six years ago. It's been a while. So they don't really do that much anymore. But uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet against it, and also it's worth noting that uh, the secondary coach in Seattle is now in Dallas. That could have an influence as well. We'll be connecting the dots there. Skyler Dixon covers the Cowboys for the Associated Press. He's our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Skyler challenging to fully evaluate Dak Prescott's second year because he didn't have Ezekiel Elliott for a half dozen games. Do you think Prescott took a step back? Was there a sophomore slump? What did he show you last year? Yeah, he definitely took a step back. Uh, he hates that term. Um, but uh, there's there's no getting around it. It was basically a sophomore slump. You know, I feel like uh, teams sort of forced him to win games in ways that he wasn't comfortable with. In other words, they weren't going to let him run around like crazy. Uh, they were going to try to contain it. I don't think it was to the degree you see with the Russell Wilson, for example, but I think it was it's similar. You know, he just didn't make a whole ton of plays with his feet and just the offense in general bogged down trying to get down the field. They they wouldn't throw down the field much, and then they would try without a whole lot of success. Um, and so, there, you know, I feel like there's a lot of moving parts with Dak and, and what the future holds, and, and now Jerry's talking about, okay, we need to make this, this offense more Dak-friendly, which I think means a little bit more of a – college kind of offense if you will and that's not really the the offense that the cowboys have had they've had sort of your traditional uh you know zone blocking vertical routes on the outside kind of offense um and probably not a whole lot of ingenuity in there because they really didn't need it particularly uh in 2016 when romo gets hurt and they kind of simplify things and and everything clicks and and they win and so then you, you change that around. It gets a little bit, you know, that there's more scouting. They need to be doing, getting a little bit more creative, et cetera, um, and it doesn't happen. So I, it was a step back. I don't think there's any question. Uh, I, I do think that he does have a chance to be a good quarterback in this league, and obviously this year is going to be really important to try to start answering that question. Let's wrap it up with the draft, not the Cowboy draft needs or what they could be doing because we're all guessing, but the draft itself. We took the show to Chicago. In Philadelphia, the last two years, the response, as you know, overwhelming, massive crowds. Is there a buzz in your area? Do people care the draft is coming to Arlington, Texas? I think it'll be a big deal when you all get here. Uh, I mean, we're, we are football crazy, Texas. I think that's kind of where I start with that. And, you know, they, I, I believe I saw something that they reached 100,000 uh, lottery entrants faster than they had for any of the others. So, yes, we are football crazy, and I think that's going to reflect in the fandom somewhat. The downside is that it's not as dynamic as Chicago or Philly. I mean, we're talking nothing against Arlington, but we're talking about just sort of a suburb, you know, between Dallas and Fort Worth. And to be perfectly honest with you, uh, Dallas and Fort Worth don't quite rate with cities like that. So I think that's a little bit of the downside. But I think the football part of it, We'll take care of it. It's the first one in a stadium. That's going to be a little interesting, and I think people are going to show up for that. So, yes, I, I, it's hard to, to answer the sort of buzz question here because there's always so much going on in DFW, but I do believe once it gets close that, uh, yes, there will be some people talking about it. Skyler, as always, we appreciate the information. Thanks for joining us again today on the NFL on TuneIn. Sure. 
You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.